This is the punt return with Woot and Y. And it's all proudly brought to you by Reading the Play. The place to go for the winning edge. Welcome back to another episode of The Punt Return. I'm Josh Y. And uh, week 13 in the NFL, and uh, we are flying so far on the season uh, through 12 weeks. Um, just on our picks, I'm not including underdog picks or or the multi, but just on straight picks. If you invested in every one of Woot and I's picks this week, uh, this, this year you'd be at 60%. If you were following Mr. NFL's picks as well, you'd be 7-4-1. So, um, green, I hope you like greenbacks, but Mr. NFL, welcome to the show again and uh, reading the play flying after another great week. Yeah, hi Josh, uh, thanks mate, I appreciate it. Yeah, things are starting to really sort of turn our way and NFL side of things the last couple of weeks, we're, we're, we've clocked up about eight units or just over eight units uh, going seven and two, so yeah, NFL's really sort of taking shape and, you know, just breaking down the games. I can see clear trends and, you know, it's starting to become a little bit clearer and, you know, you know which teams are in it and which teams aren't. So it's it's good feeling and hopefully we can keep uh, pushing on to the end of the year with the NFL and really building on the last couple of weeks and bringing home. Yeah, and interesting times as well heading into uh, the college football uh, conference championships as the uh, battle for the final four shapes up and I know reading the players all across that as well. Yeah, that's right. Uh, our college guy, he's, he's, he's had a, the last week wasn't a, a, one of the greatest, but, you know, on the whole of the season, he's been really good. So, you know, he'll put out some excellent uh, plays this weekend and, you know, we'll, we'll lock him in with, you know, some good ones from myself and, you know, we'll have a great little package ready to go for the weekend if, um, you know, any of the listeners want to join us. Yeah, definitely encourage them to do so. And uh, as always on the show, uh, you'll uh, give a little sneak pre- uh, peek, a little uh, free preview to those listening uh, to the podcast and the punt return here, um, courtesy of uh, Reading the Play. So what's your play for week 13? Yeah, I'm looking through the card. You know, there were two or three plays that stood out for me and I've sort of put uh, them together so far for the Reading the Play guys. And, you know, the, the clear one for me this week with the best bet uh, is the LA Chargers, you know. Oh. I know that you're a bit of a fan of them. And, um, you know I yeah. am, boy. Yeah, I, I know that you, you like where they're at the start of the year. And they started off slow with a 0-4 start, but, you know, the last seven weeks, 5-2, and two, and the numbers have uh, been excellent for Rivers. You know, he started off poor, not that poorly, but, you know, the numbers compared with the first four weeks with regard to, TDs and interception uh, ratios are all heading and trending upward for, for the Chargers and Rivers. And, you know, I think they get their opportunity, despite being, you know, uh, giving up the 13 and a half. I suggest we sort of lock that in, you know, as soon as you can. Yep. Um, I just think, you know, the last two weeks, 80-plus points, um, you know, and that now they get the, the Browns in front of their home fans. And, you know, I, I look, you know, the Browns, to me, they're a... A tough team to uh, take against, um, you know, despite there being 0-11, and 11, you know, you'd think that'd be an easy team. But, you know, they really haven't been blown out much this year. But I just saw some trends last week against a Bengals side who, on the whole, with offensive yardage, have been one of the worst teams, you know. But they seem to score enough points against the, the, the Browns away. And, you know, I think the Chargers get their chance again. You know, like I said, Rivers trending up, you know, really getting a sniff. Having an excellent opportunity now to win their division with the good chance of really sort of hitting hitting um, the wall there. You know, the last yep. four or five games they've dropped. And, mm-hmm. yeah, look, you know, and, and, and just 
past results. You know, like I said, they've won five out of the last seven, and the games they have dropped have been against the Pats and the Jags, and that Jags loss was an overtime. And both games are on the road, so I just I just think this is a you know perfect storm for a, a, another Chargers victory and to cover the the thirteen and a half. Yep, and you know I am a a, a massive Chargers fan. I have a, a not wages as a with any betting agencies, but I've got a few bets um, with some friends and some colleagues about uh, the Chargers uh, making the playoffs this this year from uh, the preseason. Um, I picked them. Um, I got burnt last year, so I can win it all back if they continue their march on here. Um, but they're they're a team that's that's doing really really well. Um, look, I know special teams are, is hugely important, and you, you look at New England, um, their special teams is great every year, and it helps them win games and, and set up great field position. But if you if you actually just take the special teams sort of aspect out for the Chargers, that's really weighing them down in DVOA. They're ranked last in the NFL in special teams, but they're actually ranked top ten in offense, top twelve in defense. So they really are balanced on offense and defense. They're playing very very well. Uh, Cleveland, uh, you know, 31st on offense, 20th on defense, so right down the bottom, and 29th on special teams. So there is a big DVOA mismatch between the two teams. And I know look, Cleveland have been competitive in games, but they they struggle to still cover these games, which is quite fascinating. Is that they're, they're competitive for a half, but they just they just don't have the quality or the talent to close up um, these type of games. But in saying that, in saying all of that, Mister NFL. Are you not a little bit concerned that uh, the Chargers are one of those weird teams that could blow a game like this, but then still, you know, win in New England the week after? But the Chargers—they're actually four and eleven straight up um, in their last fifteen games after a win. And their last time they played the Browns, it was their lone win last season against the Chargers. Oh, great covering of uh, you know summing up uh, that exactly. You know, like. I'm looking at the Browns and what they've done this year. You're right; they, they seem to just get co- not not cover the the spreads there. But um, you know, I yeah, I I just think just looking at last week and, and watching that game and seeing the trends more importantly on what the Chargers have done. You know, yeah. the first four weeks it was you know new team going to a new place and you know. I know inherently they're the San Diego Chargers, but you know, uh, you know, a change in identity. Four yep. weeks without, you know, without a win. The last seven weeks have been excellent, and like I said, two losses yep. to great teams that yep. are playoff bound, and and more importantly, Rivers' numbers have been great. You yep. know, and I, I don't see motivation being an issue, um, or dropping their guard against a Browns team. Yep. Because I think they need to keep winning. They have to. Yep. It's right there now. They they win this game, you know, and, and they, Chiefs drop and they line. yeah, and they play the they play the Chiefs the following week for the division. If if they win that game against the Chiefs and and the Chiefs lose this week, um, then that division is is right there for the taking. And it's funny the last Owen fourteen to make the playoffs was the ninety two Chargers. So it's kind kind of a full circle sort of story there. Yeah, I, I like where you're going with that. You're right. There's a bit of um, you know. Uh, you know, history repeating, and you know, just looking at at their uh, you know um, schedule moving forward, they have got the skins next week, and and I oh, think sorry, that's the Chiefs the following week, yeah. game for them um, before uh, with that look ahead to the to the Chiefs, you know, yep. where that really will probably go down, to, you know, with regard to tie breaks and things like that, it may determine the division winner, but yeah, the Redskins, I think they should 
they got them at home, which is great, you know, but I, I would be learning if even not even know what the line is for that game, who knows? But yep. you know, I'd be staying out of that next week only because I think they may win but may not may not cover if they've, you know, picking up the have to give away the start. But yeah. you know I, I think this week I think we'll be right and and I'm really like the numbers with Rivers and, you know, next week might be the, the, the look ahead to the Chiefs and you yeah. know, I, I still think we'll 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 take them for another week. Yep. Ten days rest. Division title yeah. on the line. Cleveland's only covered one of its last ten. I, I definitely think it is um, a really good play. Um, even power rankings match up. Even the most sort of skeptical Chargers fans would probably have them low as, as low as twelve. Some of the highest rankings have the Chargers as high as eight. But they're definitely a top ten team, and, and Cleveland are a bottom three team. So um, the gap there is just too big. And uh, uh, spoiler yeah. alert: the the Chargers minus thirteen and a half is one of my plays as well. So uh, definitely. Agree with you. Uh, on, we're on the same page there. So uh, definitely agree with that play. Get in early. It, it paid off last week if you took Baltimore early at minus seven because that, that seven and a half on kickoff would have cost you. So um, get in now um, and definitely encourage that play. Mr. NFL, anything else um, on reading the play before I let you go? Well, yeah, all the normal subs exist on our brilliant website. You know, there's a huge array of sports and, you know, of course, the NFL College package is there. And, you know, we're heading toward the end of the season now and, you know, the, the week-to-week or the, you know, the, the smaller packages are all available. So, you know, um, moving into a, uh, the Super Bowl early next year or in Feb, so, you know, it, it's going to be great. So really great value to pick up a package now. Um, we've got the BBL starting soon, the Big Bash, and, you know, it's been very successful for reading the play. And, you know, I consider that, you know, they're going to do the same. Um, so, look, with uh, those that would like to join us, you know, we'll have all the four plays for the NFL College uh, with analysis online over the weekend. Um, we've already got a few plays out already. So yep. um, I really encourage the uh, the Y congregation to visit the website, subscribe, and have some fun with us. Definitely, and I'll, I'll just mention here as well, we will be doing this show uh, into the playoffs, um, probably not in the same format um, because there's just so many, uh, so limited games, but uh, we'll definitely discuss um, games and some and some picks, and, and then obviously for the Super Bowl, we'll we'll look at all sorts of stuff for, for a little bit more of a fun uh, show in looking at sort of prop bets and, and Anthem and Justin Timberlake's first song at halftime and all that sort of stuff as well. So I'll just let people know that we what will... Top, what colour the Gatorade is? Yeah, uh, the Gatorade's my jam. I've, I've cleaned up on that the last couple of years. So the Anthem seems <laughs> to be my Achilles heel, but we'll... Uh, I'll just sort of let the listeners know um, as we, you know, the season starts, some say, after Thanksgiving. So here we are on um, the real season. Let's get into hand in the dirt and uh, keep making plays. Mr. NFL, thanks for joining us. Look forward to uh, talking about our success again uh, next week, and uh, we'll speak then. Awesome. Uh, thanks, Josh. Look forward to the uh, rest of the plays you guys have and uh, the multi we get to put together, and uh, I'll be uh, downloading that podcast and really listening. All right, now for our plays this week. Uh, um, I'm without Woot this week, so I am covering uh, the both of us here with five plays this week, and Mr. NFLs will make up our sixth play for the punt return. As I mentioned Earlier with Mr. NFL, bit of a spoiler alert. I like the Chargers minus 13.5. I outlined a lot of the reasons why um, in relation to that, but I definitely just want to touch on that again. Uh, Cleveland are 1-9 against the spread in their last uh, 10 games, and the Chargers are 6-1 against the spread in their last 7 games. So all signs pointing to a comprehensive uh, Chargers victory at home against Cleveland as they march towards the NFC 
Uh, so yeah, the AFC West uh, division, not NFC. Sorry, but they, you know, they're a good team. That's why I think they're in the NFC. That's it's a loaded NFC right now. And speaking of the NFC, uh, my second play this week is the Vikings plus three against Atlanta. Um, I like the Vikings outright as well, so uh, we're not doing an underdog play, but if I were to have one this week, it would be the Minnesota Vikings against the Falcons. It is a tough matchup on the road. The Falcons, you know, they're starting to look like the t- 2016 Falcons again. They've, they've covered their last three, and they've averaged 31 points per game. Um, that win in Seattle was very impressive, but you can't take away what the Vikings have done. Um, and while doing all of that, they're this, now the second-best cover team in the NFL. They're 8-3 and three against the spread this season. They rank number 5 in defense, allowing 290 yards per game, and they also rank number 5 on offense, so they're um, an absolutely balanced team. Um, Case Keenum's just growing in confidence. Adam Thielen's now uh, third in the league in terms of uh, in receiving yards. He's just killing it right now. Um, he's made Stefan Diggs, who was, everyone thought was uh, making the leap, kind of abs- obsolete in this offense, and uh, it, it's just... It's just a well-balanced team, and, and they get the job done. And I don't think the Falcons, while they've looked great the last few weeks and their offense has been back, this isn't. This is going to be the toughest defense that they face in a while. Um, Seattle with an injury with with no Richard Sherman and and Cam, a banged up Cam Chancellor is totally totally different. So I definitely think uh, the Vikings uh, can win this game and cover the plus three. I, I can't believe you're getting plus three here um, for the Vikings. So I, I trust the Vikings a lot more than the Falcons. So I'm I'm going to take. Uh, the Vikings here to win this game, and I also uh, think that, yeah, well, I'm sorry, plus three, obviously, and I actually think they will win this game. So obviously if they cover, um, if they win this game, they're definitely going to cover as well. So I, I, I like the Minnesota Vikings this week. It's a, it's a strong play. If you, if you look at DVOA, uh, the defense for the Falcons is 26. Uh, Desmond Trufant on the injury report this week as well, so that bodes quite well for Thielen. Um, and from a fantasy perspective as well, a lot of their yardage is allowed to slot receivers where Adam Thielen lines up 55% of the time. So it not only bodes well for Adam Thielen owners, but for the matchup as well. So the Vikings plus three is my second play. The Chargers minus 13.5 versus Cleveland was my first play. My next play is the New York Jets plus 3.5 against the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, part of this is that I believe the Chiefs are frauds. Uh, I don't believe in the Chiefs at all. I don't think uh, even if they win this game and go on a mini run here with an easy schedule to round out the season, I don't believe in them at all. Um, in the playoffs, I've said on our main podcast, please check that out. We had a special guest host, RJ Ochoa, um, from Blogging the Boys over in the States, uh, join us this week to dissect the Cowboys. But um, I can't wait to bet against uh, the Chiefs in the playoffs. But look, the Jets completely outplayed the outplayed the Panthers last week, and they were just done by allowing sort of two non-offensive touchdowns late in that game with the Keekly and, and the special teams. And Kansas City have really stunk up the joint the last few weeks. They're, they're really struggling. Um, they're a team that was winning on big plays and, and chunk yardage, and they haven't been able to get that. Alex Smith's averaging under 6.0 yards per attempt in his last couple of games. And the, the Jets have been somewhat sneaky um, at home this season, they've, they've covered a lot. They're 5-0-1 against the spread in their last six games against the AFC. Uh, and the favoured team is 8-0 and straight up in their last eight games in this matchup. So that doesn't bode well in terms of that. But the, the line is 3.5 here, and that point five I think is going to be crucial. Um, I think the, the Jets can cover at home here. If you look at um, 
all the other statistics, it's hard to really favor the Jets, but a lot of it is so balanced in terms of DVA because the Chiefs were so good early on to start the year. They were flying, but over the last sort of four weeks now, they've just been so, so sloppy, and I just think the Jets can can win this game, especially at home. They're 5-1 and one at home uh, this season, so they're a good team. That's against the spread. Um, they're a good team at home. They're a saucy team at home. Uh, and I was impressed at, at their game last week against the Panthers despite the loss. So I'm going to take the Jets plus 3.5. I'm going to keep picking against the Chiefs until they prove me wrong. And I think the, the point five there around that uh, field goal is, is a, a nice little buffer uh, for the Jets. So the Jets plus 3.5 um, versus the Chiefs at home um, is my next play. All right, uh, moving on. New England minus 8 against Buffalo. I just... It's a very easy one here. It's sort of low hanging fruit, so to speak. It's a very simple play, a very easy play. Um, New England are, are just flying right now. They're covering. They're just playing so well. Even even when they had some some really bad errors against the Dolphins last week with a with a bad snap from the center, they're still able to cover against the Dolphins. Look, the the Bills have been quite saucy at home this year, but in saying that, um, this is a crazy stat. New England are twenty. 20- Eight and three against the spread in their last thirty-one games in Buffalo, and more recently they're eleven four and one against the spread during the Brady Belichick era. So the Patriots, I think they'll add another cover on that on Sunday. As the, the line's only eight and a half at this point, um, I think they're just going to keep going. And they're they're five and zero oh against the spread in their last five games. They're just they're just killing it right now. Just some more stats to to help uh, push push this bet. Um, Brady's thrown 13 touchdowns and one interception in his last five games. The Patriots are 40 and six straight up in their last 46 games in December. And then on the other side of the coin, the Bills they're one and five straight up and against the spread. So one and five against the spread in their last six games versus divisional opponents. So they really struggled in the division. I think the Patriots come into Buffalo, win comfortably. I think Gronk has a big game. He always has big games in Buffalo, um, his hometown. Um, he he loves it there. Uh, I think they have a big game. I think the Patriots win um, double digits comfortably against the Buffalo Bills. Um, as good as Tyrod Taylor was last week, um, I can see New England winning this game and winning comfortably. All right, my last play is Monday Night Football. And the Steelers, they've won 10 straight primetime games. But I'm not actually taking them in this bet. I'm, I'm moving towards a total here. I like the under 43 uh, in the Pittsburgh-Cincinnati game. You can get uh, 43.5 at some places um, if you like that little buffer there um, as well. But there's some really good trends here in these games that really point towards the under being the really strong play. So the, the total's gone under in three of the Steelers' last four games against the Bengals. Um, the Steelers, here we go. The total's gone under in eight of Pittsburgh's last 11 games, one of those three um, was one of my picks a few weeks ago with them facing uh, the Titans, but that was Thursday night football. It's always weird. We expect low-scoring games. I think that the the, the, uh, the Rams 49ers game that Josh and I were both on the under 40 and a half early this year ended up being an 80-point thriller. So I'm kind of throwing that one away. Um, the total's gone under in five of Pittsburgh's last seven games when playing Cincinnati. The total's gone under in five of Pittsburgh's last five games on the road. So um, a little bit different to that Titans game. This time they're playing on the road. I think the total here, under 43.5, um, I really like the play. I just think the Bengals' defense is really overlooked on how strong it is, and the Steelers are a really great defense as well that it's going to trouble Andy Dalton. But if you look at these two teams defensively, 
Cincinnati ranks 16th in DVOA defense. Pittsburgh ranked four in DVOA defense. So two really um, top top heavy teams in terms of defense. That they, they do a, they do a great job defensively. And and the, the good thing about Pittsburgh is they're really stout against the pass. They're seventh in DVOA against the pass. So they'll be able to shut AJ Green down or at least limit him um, to some degree. Uh, you know the one concern is Joe Mixon had his best game as a as an NFL player last week. But in saying all of that, I just think the under is is a really smart play here. If you want any more proof to take it, there's some rain in the forecast as well for the weather. So um, th- that should surprise any no one knowing Cincinnati. But there's some some shocking uh, forecast here of rain, so that could be uh, definitely intriguing uh, as well. I, I forgot to mention as well, both teams are top ten for points against Pittsburgh, a fourth, Cincy a tenth. So the under trend is really really good. Tomlin and Marvin Lewis, twenty four meetings. So only seven in, seven of their 24 meetings have delivered a total higher than 43.5, so 44 points or more. So I really like the under uh, 43.5 in this Pittsburgh-Cincinnati game on Monday Night Football. So no Thursday Night Football play this week, but we do have a Monday Night Football play for the second week in a row. So there are our five players, so I'll just reread them for you. New England minus eight at Buffalo, Chargers minus 13.5 versus Cleveland, Vikings plus three at Atlanta, New York Jets plus three and a half against Kansas City at home and under 43 and a half in the Pittsburgh Cincinnati game. So Mr. NFL will kick off our multi with the Chargers minus 13 and a half versus Cleveland. Uh, so that's going to be their first leg of, of our multi and you can get that price at $1.91 courtesy of William Hill. The second leg of the multi, I'm going to go with that Monday night football leg there of the under 43 and a half. You can get that at $1.91 as well on William Hill, and then the third leg of the multi, um, in New England we trust, Brady and Belichick, the, the really strong record in Buffalo, uh, you can get them minus 8.5 at William Hill as well at $1.91, so the multi this week gives you odds of $6.97, you can price pump now on multis with William Hill, so you could probably get that uh, up over the $7 mark there, so under $43.5, $1.91, New England minus 8.5, $1.91, Chargers minus 13 and a half. At a dollar ninety-one, um, surprisingly, we've had a pretty good track record with a couple of double-digit favorites uh, this season. With the Raiders minus fourteen back in week two, uh, the Eagles minus thirteen in week eight, and now the Chargers in third with thirteen and a half. Hopefully, um, that could be a good play. The only one was Washington minus ten back in week six from Mister NFL. So he's had a pretty good track record with these double-digit favorites. We normally try to steer clear, but last week. Um, the, the Philadelphia, that, that magical 13 and a half uh, paid dividends for us. Uh, so that's our multi this week. That's the punt return. No lady luck this week. Emma, she went 1-1-1 uh, one, one, and one last week. Um, she's at a Christmas party for work this week. Um, I would ask her to send through her tips, but I don't think she quite understands how to get onto the odds and <laughs> look those all up. So I had to sort of talk her through what to do last week. So if she's available next week. Um, we'll try it again. So she didn't win, so we'll, we'll give her the week off. But she didn't lose either. She went 1-1-1. One, one, and one. So that's all our plays this week. Please check out uh, readingtheplay.com for all your plays. Please check out our DFS podcast with Fantasy Insider, um, Daryl Data, And please check out the Woot & Wise Show, hour and 15 minutes, recapping week 12, previewing week 13, talking Cowboys, Chiefs, Josh Gordon, and Eli Manning with RJ Chow. So please check that out. And uh, good luck this week. Happy punning. And we'll talk next week. Yes. Yeah.
has been the punt return. Don't forget to check out readingtheplay.com to get the winning edge on all sports and racing. You can also check out all bets mentioned on today's podcast online at wootenwide.com. And make sure to follow each of the boys on Twitter at this is Woot and at JYNFL. Or you can follow the podcast at Wootenwide. And as always, gamble responsibly. <laughs>